Y'all are now tuning into your new favorite podcast, The Rosie Perspective. I'm your host, Rosie. I want y'all to get ready for some laughter, good times, great conversation, new perspective. Of course, we got to throw in some explicit content. Overall, dope vibes. Now let's get into it. Hey y'all, so this episode is sponsored by Lifted Smoking Goods, a cannabis accessory company focused on bringing together the cannabis and entertainment industries through arts and culture, using some profits to help communities affected by drugs and the war on drugs. They sell cannabis accessories online, retail, and wholesale. So make sure you check out Lifted Smoking Goods on Instagram or liftedsg.com. All right, let's get into this new episode. Some people are born with it, and others have an ambition that drives them to develop it. Becoming a business mogul doesn't just happen overnight. It happens over time. It's a choice. A choice made every day once you open your eyes and start your day. Discipline, determination, and perseverance are also key qualities one must have on the journey to being all you can be. Start your day right and make the right choice. Light up and stay lifted with Lifted Smoking Goods. Hey, it's your girl Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I have a special guest. I got Miss Fresh from That Raw Podcast on with me today. Say what's up to the people, girl. Always hand with y'all, the people. Yeah. <laughs> and she is from Louisiana, and y'all gonna find out real fast from her accent. I think your accent is awesome. New Orleans, baby, you know, we all be with that. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to Louisiana, man. Shout out to New Orleans and all the surrounding areas. <laughs> I rock with y'all. I got a lot of audience in different places, so yes yes I'm so happy I finally got you on so before I get into um what I want to get into so how is it down there since y'all are not having no Mardi Gras because I follow a lot of people from New Orleans that y'all are going through it okay it's like withdrawals like it's like it's really sad out here like it's so crazy because I just told somebody I'm like dang I'm I'm riding around on Mardi Gras day and like there's no traffic I've never it's like a twilight zone like I've never in my life seen nothing like this. So, but it was a lot of, you know, uh, Mardi Gras spirit, like on social media and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it was people posting like old second line bands and, you know, all the parade stuff. So, you know, the spirit still letter is not, it's just different, you know, it's yeah, not. No, different. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I get it. So before um, I get into the topics that I have, if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast and a little bit about how you got started with um, podcasting, how long have you been po- podcasting now? So I really is I'm rolling around to a year. Um, so June will be a year for me that oh, I started okay. like on my own. Well, really, yeah, May June will be like a year for me. So it hasn't been um very long. But um, my name is Fresh. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I host Give It Time Raw podcast. Um, and the idea for the name or the title rather is a, a artist. Uh, who is now deceased, uh, Rest in Peace, Soldier Slim, his first studio album with Master P was called Give It Time Raw. Oh, okay. And, and everything about my, and maybe it's a culture thing, because I remember bringing it up in like this clubhouse, 
panel and it was like oh that sounds so well, i'm like well people who don't have dirty minds and from the city me if you giving it to them raw you giving it to them real like the raw guy honest truth mm-hmm. so everyone has always known me to have that type of stilo so they're like oh like so when i was like thinking of re- like rethinking the names because at first i was doing it with people and we had a name but the name was already taken I was like, you know, what embodies me? Like, what, you know, what, what, is, what is one thing people character characterize with me when I'm talking? They like, bro, you always speaking facts. So I was like, boom, give it to our podcast. And That's I it. Now. I like that name though, but. I mean, maybe people with dirty minds, but when I see Give It To Him Raw, I didn't think dirty. I was like, okay, that means she about to spit, spit some real shit, which is what you said it means anyway. So right, maybe right, right, not right. as dirty as I thought. But uh, oh, that's what I, was <laughs> I was like, listen, if you got a dirty mind, just say that, baby. Don't come over here with all that. Don't project your shit onto me, okay? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. But um, okay, yeah, so... Um, y'all go make sure y'all check her out. Um, and you're mainly on YouTube now, right? You're not on yes. platforms. Yes. Yeah, so what made me change that was, like I said, I was doing everything by myself. So I'm like, dang, I need to like scale back and hone in on something that I can, you know, just focus on one thing mm-hmm. and then go full force from there. So at first I was on like every platform or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to scale back and I'm going to do a visual podcast. You know, okay. like I get a lot of like, oh, it's it's a show and no motherfucker it's a podcast like just because they don't look like what you feel like it should look like like fuck it in okay you gotta relax a little bit but um i do want to go back to some of the um the audio because a lot of people you know they did like me doing audio as well so Mm -hmm. eventually i'm gonna go back there but strictly on youtube give it some more podcast okay all right cool so make sure y'all subscribe and follow and like youtube and you on instagram so they can follow you there too um all right so we're gonna get into what we're gonna get in so boo boo so i want to start off with the first topic which is frenemies and um i mean i know frenemies been a thing for a minute it's nothing new but this year and last year i realized a lot of people have been reevaluating their friendships including me and it's crazy because you be cool with somebody and then you're not cool with them and it turns to enemy real fast. But I don't feel like it got to be that. If we don't right. rock no more, we don't rock no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? So tell me, frenemies, is that a thing you've always dealt with? Do you feel like it's more so now as you older or? I feel like um, I've always stood on my own and been know who I was. And I feel like a lot of people who don't know who they all gravitated to me. And when they come to me and they're like, oh, dang, like, she seemed like she have it all figured out. That's what an envy come. And Girl. so, I think, yeah, I think it's a, it's a gradual thing. You know what I'm saying? They may come to you genuinely because they may feel like, you know, because a lot of friendships are that trauma bonding type of situation. Uh-huh. So they come to you on the trauma bonding thing. And then it's like, okay, bet. I'm not about to sit in my trauma, though. Like, you want to sit in your trauma and that's cool. But I'm not going to sit in mine. So I'm growing and elevating. And then you don't like the growth and the elevation. So now all of a sudden we enemies. But it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, like I'm not even your enemy. I, You know, I'm not even handling you like an enemy. I'm just working on me. Like yeah. that's literally what it be. So mm-hmm. I've kind of always, I felt like, dealt with that because I'm just not a follower. Yeah. I think that that's the issue that a lot of people have. They need weak-minded people around them who just going to be a yes man, yes man, yes man. And I, that just never was me. No, I'm, I'm exactly the same. And I agree with you. I feel like sometimes people do want, you know, it's like having a friend that always fucking complains, bitch. I don't want to 
fucking talk to you all the time because you mad fucking draining. I'm good, yo. Like, you have good news. You want to talk to them, but they fucking drowning in their sorrows. And don't get me wrong, everybody got bad days. But there be some bitches that their bad days be every fucking day. Yep. I don't want to be around that energy, bitch. It's the misery for me. <laughs> it's, it's the misery for me. I, it, it, Man, it's just wild, though, because it's like it don't have to be that. And I feel like like uh, a friendship, you know, or one uh, one of my old friendships. It's like, I feel like I'm a very upbeat person. Yeah, like you said, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I have problems, but I'm a very optimistic, there's a silver lining type of person. So when I give you those options, trying to big you up and trying to make you feel good, like and you still sitting in negativity, don't nobody yep. want to do with that shit, son. Like, I don't know why people I don't want to go. It's a transfer of energy because I've had times where I'm hyped about something and I've called a friend and they either going through their own thing or their own, you know, negative and it's just like, and then you give them your good news and you know what they say, pay attention to the tone of the person when you tell them good news and they fucking dry as shit. And don't get me wrong, I've had times where I'm either not having the best day or my mental state's not good, but I would never... Again, everybody's different, but for me, I could not be having a good day, but if my friend called me and they got good news, I'm still going to be like, oh my God, bitch, yes, like, I'm going to still hype you up, but you don't get that. You call them, they're like, oh, yeah, that's good. All right, bitch, I'm going to call you back, because I was mad fucking hype, and you uh, were <laughs> Dirty, funky, cheesy, stankin' girl, man, that's what I'm saying. Listen, I'll be literally ace when, when AC Mitch pull up with the fucking go BBSs. That be me, you hear me? Big cheese and stupid stank and smile. You're like, with all my friends, like I've always been that for my friends. Yes. And it fucks with me how like out of all these years of me being that for you motherfuckers, for you. And then, then for me, it's the, you want to treat me one way when this person, when it's just me and you, but when another person coming in the equation, then it's all switched up. That's like, nice. whack as fuck, right? Yeah. But it's just, it, it, to me, and I think that now I'm in a space where I've just the last no, literally 2019. That's what the hoes don't know. 2019, I just been walking away from a lot of shit, and motherfuckers are so upset because they don't have the access. It it is it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it is when you don't give the energy. It's like you would think that someone would stop, but it seems like sometimes that fuels people to keep going. Cause it's like, wait, she didn't respond. She's not sending me subliminal messages. No, like I gotta keep going, which is weird. Like what the fuck? Like just take the friendship as a loss and go. Like, son, but when you got this potent energy like this, I'm giving, you know what I'm saying? Like nigga, listen, they be addicted to what the dick did, Jeremy. I ain't even got no meat, you know what I'm saying? I be trying to tell them, bro. I tell that to guys who date me and people who are around me, son. If you fuck with me, you stuck with me. Cause you're not about to get energy from nowhere. And you know that. That's why you gotta come back a year and a half later to write a whole fucking dissertation, to make a whole fucking video. That's why. You hear me? Because you know that you had a solid individual and you went out in the world thinking the fucking shit was greener and realized that it's not. Mm-hmm. So now you gonna come creep back or say say playboy? I can't. I ain't got nothing for you, here, man. You so, go ahead. Okay. Do you think a friendship that you fell out with you could ever have you gone through that where you fell out with somebody? Maybe it didn't get too nasty, or it did, and then eventually years later, maybe y'all talked about it. You feel like both of y'all grew. Is that a thing for you? Or once you done, you done? So it's it's situational and it's the people. Now I can say this: I'm I'm almost. Well, I'll be thirty this year. 
So for me, I've had that that window of I'm gonna try, you know, that I'm gonna work it out. We cool. I feel like because we cool like this, I should be able to talk to you. I've had that that window. I truly did. But I feel like after a certain age, son, like when we know each other and you still want rock how you want rock, I ain't got nothing for you. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, it depends on the, the friendship or the person or whatever like that. But in the same token, it's like on the other side, it's like, why, son? Like, if you're not putting forth no effort, because I'm always the person that's reaching yeah. out, always the person that want to make sure everybody good, even when I know I'm not good. Yeah. Always the person that is the ear for everybody else, the therapist for everybody else, that I need advice for everybody else. That's always been who I was. So now I literally have taken the last two and a half years for just me and people are showing their natural black asses. So <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I've been parenting you for all these years. Yeah. Now my daughter, you have to go and see what the fuck the world has to offer, okay? I ain't got yeah, nothing like that. You're right, you're right. But sometimes, honestly, I think some, I think just like some relationships, some friendships, friendships, there's expiration dates. Like sometimes it's done. Like right. what, it's not serving you. Like and it's, it's just not serving you in one way or the other. And it's not a matter of like going out with that person or financially or whatever the case is. Like friendships, you know, like relationships, there has to be some type of value in the friendship, and some start to lose value over the years and it's like all right this is this is dead because you can meet somebody new and like they say you can meet somebody new that you've known for two or three years and you've known somebody for like 16 years or 10 years and it's like yo this person's vibe is mad different they're mad supportive they're fucking you know speaking life into me meanwhile we've been cool for like half my life and i don't feel shit like at some point we gotta just peacefully part our ways and call it a day that happens right that's what i'm like like it's really not all that we can go our separate ways and we could do you know this is your bus stop get off on your bus stop <laughs> and it's all right you know what i'm saying like i'm not right. mad with you i'm not upset with you but if we really want to uh, keep it a stack i've always been the value in every relationship and it's always been one-sided mm. and i'm not trying to seem like i'm this perfect person because i know i'm not perfect but no, the I thing about me is and anybody i tell you i'm very transparent with who I am because yeah. I know who I am so when you come up to me as a old worst on a friendship or even a relationship you're going to know exactly what you're going to be dealing with I'm literally yeah. going to tell you because I know who I am so That's that 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 people want to be insecure and try to make you feel a certain type you can't make me feel no certain type of way baby because I already know what <laughs> I'm dealing with I deal with all day that's huh? important. That's good that you do. That's important because if you don't, people will fuck you up. Okay. Like, <laughs> some, I got I know about five holes right now. Fuck that. You hear me? Because they <laughs> they weren't about with somebody, you know, their validation comes from the likes. Their validation mm-hmm. comes from the followers. Yeah. Their, you know, it don't come from them looking right. themselves in the mirror and saying, you know what, I am. What, what's the um the bobsled uh thing? I'm a bad motorcycler who don't take nut. Yeah, it's like that. Like you gotta yeah. tell yourself that for real. But people don't. You can't. You right, you're right. I don't know. You can't help people who don't want to help themselves. You're right. I mean, I don't know. As you get older, sometimes you just reevaluate. And like I posted something, and it was like you promote, you demote. Like, and it's true. You just do. It's the same. Like with with 
relationships if you don't feel like it's serving you then you exit if you don't feel like a friendship is serving you then you exit and people need to just let it go it don't always got to be a nasty ass friendship breakup just be cool exactly. <laughs> God is trying to bring you somewhat and certain people can't go with you. Facts. If he called you on something, you know, he called you. Like, I could, I promise you, literally, God's been like, bro, I called you. You're trying to bring all this. It's, it's literally always the people you think you're going to bring with you you're to right. the next level. And God like, yeah, I am about to show you right now. <laughs> and ain't what you want. Yeah, and but there's always like, something new, someone new. You know what I'm saying? You may need somebody. You're like, oh, shoot. You know, I... I I, I have like friends that I've known for shorter periods of times where I feel like there's so much more value than friends that I've known for longer periods of time. For whatever reason, maybe if I'm not having a good mental day, this, mental day, this person I could speak to without judgment, be myself. And then versus the other person you're going to call, that's kind of like, oh, damn, that's crazy. We've been friends all these years and I don't get nothing. But then when you call me and you in shambles, I'm speaking life into you. I'm what? sorry. This is not serving me. Like, I can't. Okay, it's gotta be reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? So, Rosa, you better read the halls, girl. <laughs> you no, because it's too, it often too much. Just like for, um, relationships can be one sided, friendships can be one sided too. And once you realize that, at first you like, am I tripping? After a while, you like, nah, bitch, you not tripping. This person just take, take, taking, and you like, you know what, bitch? No more taking for you. I'm going to be cool. <laughs> and that's why they mad. That's, yep. that's why they be mad. Because they right. really feel like you're supposed to be there forever. Like, I'm supposed to be here to just keep being this person for you. I'm like, son, I'm not arguing with nobody who always need a place to stay, son. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit, son. We're not doing that. Well, damn. So speaking of, okay, friendships and sometimes it just being a little shady, what do you think about people that consider themselves your friends, but there's a lack of support? Now, I podcast, you podcast. Um, I don't know if you've tried anything prior to podcasting. For me, I've, I never really have. It's kind of been like, whatever. Um, I, I mean, I have my travel group, but some people aren't fully into it, and that's fine. But um, I still feel like sometimes you're friends with somebody, and you have something going on, and they just don't support it. I take that shit personal. Like, I don't know how not to. I just feel like, bitch, I don't care if you were selling rocks. I'd be hyping you up to sell your rocks. Like, so if I'm doing something and you're not, okay, you don't have to be super hyped about it, but damn, like, share it, support. Like, you already on social media. So what's your take on, quote unquote, friends that just don't really rock with anything you're doing? It's crazy that you asked that because I literally had just did like a small segment on it. At first, I, I felt like you. I'm not going to lie. I just told myself, I'm like, dog, I used to be like, say, son, you get the fuck. Like, if we supposedly cool, because I have a, I had a friend that she has a huge following or whatever. And now I don't feel entitled to nobody, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're calling yourself my best friend, you're calling yourself my best friend. Like, that's a whole different thing. It's yeah, friends. And then you're my best friend. So if you're my best friend, you know, I'm doing a podcast. You be in my stories all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why don't you share my stuff? And not and to even go further, I wanted a specific person to do a specific topic with. And you fit that. And yeah. I asked you more than one time. And, and she didn't want to do it? Right. But you never did it. So my thing is like, after twice, I'm not about to keep asking because I feel like I'm begging at this point. Yeah. But you're calling yourself my best friend you know what i'm saying but see when i did an episode that was about friends you went out your way to make sure you to go listen to that shit 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like it, it really did at one point. I did, I feel you a hundred percent because I'm the same way. Like, if you have a black owned business, guess what? I'm gonna support that just off yeah. the strength that yeah. you are doing something, my nigga. Like, but now I'm like, it's so much love from people that I don't even know. I just be like, you know what I'm saying? I see you for who you are, and that's cool, and I'm gonna let you stay there. And that's going to be what that is. Like, I ain't got no time for nobody who ain't supporting. Like, I need to focus on, you know, because I forgot, I'm going to say me. I got into a space where I was forgetting and not acknowledging the people who was rocking with me. And I was losing them. You know what I'm saying? So much on the people who was not. So that's just my take on it. Like, yeah, you take it personal in the beginning because we human. But keep, you know, there's so many people that like rock with what you're doing. So, no, I mean, ball head holes. You heard me? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, like you said, one, I definitely acknowledge all the people that support me. Every like, every share, every whatever. I'm saying thank you, all of that. Um, but no, bitch, I'm fucking taking it personal, son. Fuck out of here. I'm not about to sit on here a lot of nobody. I'm taking, but I'm not going to bring it up to the person. I feel like then you wouldn't genuinely support me. I just watch who does and who doesn't, but I don't vocalize it internally. I'm like, damn, bitch, we supposed to rock. But I feel like it's corny to be like, hey, how come you don't? But I do take it personal, but not personal enough to one, bring it to the person and not personal enough to um, ask them about it or make it an issue where I don't talk to them no more. No, we can continue to talk. We can continue to whatever, but it's kind of like, okay, but I think it gets tricky, right? So when you got something going on, you know, it's kind of dry. And then when they decide to start a new venture, they want you to, okay. Exactly. I, exactly. I'm, I'm like, bitch, you you've been putting out new shit since new shit was new shit. And I supported that whole time. You hear me? Like, no, the whole time I support it's like, I start doing something. I start elevating. It's almost like they don't want you to do better than them because they already see the greatness in you. Mm-hmm. That's like almost kind of what my experience has been like. And I, but I feel you, like bitch, dude. I thought we were. But cool. I don't understand it. And it's okay. Forget like podcasting for me. Um, there's been people that have skincare or uh, clothing lines or whatever, and it's people that I personally know. I for sure try to start off with people that I know now that I'm podcasting and it's like a large community of people from all over that support me I just focus on who supports me and they get my support first when I'm trying to buy a shirt or I'm trying to buy a wine glass or I'm I'm trying to think of like okay who's been supportive of me so I can show love to them first it's no longer who I know because there's a lot of people prior to podcasting that I supported and then when I started podcasting or selling merch like they didn't feel the need to support. And again, for folks that are listening, it's not a tip for tap thing for me, but if we're all trying to elevate and grow and I've been supportive, why don't you feel the need to reciprocate and support people that supported you? I know you're not gonna make it to everybody, I get it. But some people it's just like, oh no, you already bought my shirt. You already bought my whatever. It's like, oh, I don't need to support what you got going. It's like, but I supported you because I knew you. I didn't like the shirt. If you want to be frank, it was just the fact that you you know and i'm not even being shady i'm sorry (laughs) so i mean would you feel some type of way about people that um you have supported but then they literally ray charles to anything you got going on and it's kind of like i was kind of going heavy for you whether or not they were your 
friends. They could have just been social media yeah, people. Just in general. Yeah, hell yeah. I felt a certain type of way. Especially, you know, in the beginning, I definitely felt a certain type of way. You know, because in New Orleans, and I don't really know about any other place, but it is really a, a popularity thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's annoying because it's like y'all support talentless. And listen, I ain't gonna even put it down to New Orleans. I'm gonna put it to the world. Y'all support talentless mofos all day. Yeah, you right. All de- literally, y'all support robots, people you know, like have yeah. like playing pieces to get this talent all day. But it's people with authentic, natural, genuine talent every every block. Every time I turn around, I see mm-hmm. it. And y'all don't support them because they don't have, I guess you feel like the following count or whatever it is that's you feel like it's so corny so to me it that's is it's corny as fuck so because corny. i literally i could tell you right now like i have interviewed grammy nominated artists and i've also interviewed my partner like so it's <laughs> like, right like so it's like you know i don't somebody was like dang why are you talking to this person it's like for me i don't like if you are a genuine person and you're doing yes. something crazy I don't care what it looks like to the uh, the world, like what yeah. it looks like or how, how you appeal. Because right. I know CEOs that have 600 followers right now. I so know, right? Really want to talk. Yeah, like if we really want to talk, like. But I still it- feel like people start from somewhere. Like I can easily share a Black-owned company or something and they got 75 followers. But mm-hmm. they've been nice. They've been supporting my podcast. They actually interact with me. We speak via DMs. There's a lot of people I speak via DMs to that people probably like, what? Like, they got like 30 followers. And they're genuine and they're supportive and they're exactly. trying their best. One day they're going to be at 1,000. One day they're going to be at 2,000. Why should I just shut them out because they don't have enough followers? Like you said, if they're authentic selves and they're, you know, just trying to but everyone is in this pool trying to uh, elevate and trying to be successful, whether it's podcasting, whether it's a black owned business, whether it's skincare, whether, so you shutting out other people, but somehow you want to continue elevating. Why is that fair? But then on, the thing about it was whether it's fair or not, that don't even work like that. You can't right. try to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if we, the universe is going to respond for who you are. Like I keep telling people that like you, you upset with, me elevating but the universe is responding to who i actually am my nigga like i don't do nothing besides exist and people either love that or hate that like i literally be being myself and people just girl me too no seriously like when i get on um my podcast or on social media i'm literally myself and like you said earlier i've never been a follower ever in my life i'm talking about i popped out my mama's womb like yo i'm running my own shit and i've been like that since forever so now it's like you know in podcasting um and in general sometimes people have like um like you said a popularity thing so it's like popularity etc etc and i'm just myself and um you know somehow some people that don't even know you will find a way to be like oh i don't really like rosie i don't even know you like i'm confusion like and And again everybody won't like everybody but i haven't done anything to you i don't know you i feel like i show everybody love if you whatever you are whether you got three followers whether you're not you have a hundred like i support other podcasters i show love to businesses like i'm just like you just going out of your way at this point because i don't even have beef like i don't it's not a thing for me 
said something now. I said that to, I said that to people all the time. If you don't like me, you're really going out your way. You for really real, girl. The thing is, if anybody know me, no, I don't rock with people. I never just was around a bunch of people. I was always by my dolo. So that's the first thing. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. that also is threatening to people. I don't know yeah. why. But whatever. I've always been by myself. So anybody who's come to me have always gravitated to me. I'm not a mean person, but I'm not going to let you play with me either. You know what no, I'm I saying? I don't See, know, man. I, I'm the opposite. I'm friendly with every fucking body. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, though. Although I'm friendly, I know who's who. I know who's just cool. I know who, okay, I can trust this person. I know who I can go to just for business purposes. So I know who's who, but I'm friendly with everybody. Like, I feel like certain people have, like, uh, tunnel vision to the kind of people they want to fuck with. I'm a little bit more open to giving this type of person a chance, this type of person a chance. Like I have a large, uh, I have a large, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Listen, my friends are fucking, they're all types of people. Like I'm talking about people like my friends be like, where the fuck did you find that girl? Well, like, no, she's, cool. she's cool. She's just different, you know? So I feel like even on social media, that's how my father, you can go through my comments. There's like a bunch of black people. Then you see a ra- random Asian or a quirky white girl. And this is like, cause I really am like that in real life. Um, shout out to my black people though. But I love everybody, but you know, so I just feel like, like you said, you going out of your way to dislike me. I don't talk shit about people. Like, I'm just like, you know, so all of that's pretty corny. Um, Speaking of corny, okay. I don't think you know the answer. So I just want your perspective on it. Why do you think people are obsessed with celebrities? I think it's almost like a mental illness at this point. Bruh, like they're obsessed with celebrities because they're like, they need something to look up to towards they need something to to have to discuss something to make them feel like they're they're somebody like but i don't girl, know it's scary like okay it first of it all is. It is. i was listening to this if you do this you need help and i that's just how i feel about it the people that run celebrity like fan pages okay Okay, I okay. <laughs> like you are you googling pictures at night? Like, wh- why are you dedicated to that? Like, that's weird as a fuck to me. It's an accomplishment. I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, and there's a million of them. So there's clearly people, and I don't know if it's to ultimate. Let's use Rihanna because I love me sorry, Brie. But I I be damned if I'm sitting there and I got a whole fucking Instagram and Facebook and fake Twitter dedicated to every waking moment of Rihanna. I'm posting her pictures. I'm all day. I honestly think it's the tattoos for me. I mean, the it's a, <laughs> they decide I'm gonna get a tattoo. I'm like these people are alive and well. I don't understand what's happening. Like, I don't You're understand. Right. I don't like know. Like, their whole face, their whole, like, I don't know, girl. It's just really strange to me. No, like, is. I like celebrities, too, but, like, 
it's just never that deep. I'm never getting a celebrity tattooed on me ever in my life. I'm never creating a fucking fan page at home, like dead ass, like bitch, log in as Rihanna three and post all these pictures that you just found on Google. It's odd to me. It, it really is. Both spectrums, I have to get you off on both spectrums though, not just obsessed in a positive way, but the people who hate them so much. It's like- true. How do you even feel like you know this person <laughs> to hate them that badly? Like I, I, I've always wondered that. Like I had, I like the, you know, I love three sex, but I mean, I don't think that I'm gonna go get an Andre 2000 tattoo tatted, yeah, on me and make a page for him and. You know, it's a little obsessive. Like the pages, know. the pages aren't like just okay, one or two pictures, and they no, like oh, no, they no. get us on there every day. Like, oh yeah, you didn't know. And they put like fake captions, like yeah, me at the okay. But you're right. I'm glad you brought up that point. There are also people that hate celebrities to the point they're wishing death on them, their families. They're talking bad about their kids. Y'all need mental help too. That is crazy to me. Like, how do you dislike somebody based on something that nothing? You're right. It's like, okay, they post pictures or a story happened. And again, being celebrities, they can tell you anything they want. You never get the full story. We still never fucking know the full story about Megan Tory. It's just, we're never gonna know. We're just, I ain't about to fucking lose my sleep over some celebrities and them niggas don't even know I'm existing. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, like, bitch, follow me. I ain't about to follow you, the fuck, you know? Like, I know that's terrible, but I don't care, bitch. Like, I got a page too. You not about to act like I don't need followers. Like, bitch, you know, so, <laughs> but um, I just think it's odd both ways. I'm glad you did bring that up because some people do hate celebrities just as much as some people are obsessed with them. They be like, oh, like, I forgot somebody is that like, oh, I remember Lo. She's not really obsessed with them. Lo from Loose Lips podcast. She had me dying. But what she said, um, I think she said when Beyonce had her baby, she asked for the day off and they told her no. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not finna do why Beyonce wasn't you come for the birth. <laughs> when who was it? When Prince passed, I I, I was a little hurt. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little hurt when Prince you were. I love Prince. Did you I, cry? I didn't cry, but I was sad as hell. I was son. I was sad. I was like, dang, son, like he was a son. Who else knows how to play every instrument? Who? Right, you right, you right. Like, like you were a musical genius. Like, but I'm definitely I cried for the death of R. Kelly. I definitely cried. Um I R. Kelly's done. Okay, yeah, done. Yeah. Cause well, he was a musical genius too, but you're dead to me at this point. Yeah, you. It is what it is. No, you right. I'll tell you what. Let me see. Cause one that I could really okay, two that I could really think of for real. They were recent, but Nipsey's death. And I didn't listen to Nipsey's music prior. I think it was just the way things transpired that fucked me up. Like, yeah, he a solid dude. So a lot yeah, of dudes keep getting killed when they're trying to do good things. Like, and he was trying to do a good thing. Going to exactly. you know, going to the store. He didn't have a security. He typically does. He went because he was trying to help somebody. And it's like, and then you know the way that it, it happened. And then it was on video. And then after he shot him, the dude kicked him afterwards. Like that fucked me up. I was just like, whether whether or not I really knew Nipsey. Oh, I listened to his music. I was just like, wow, you know, and then Kobe, of course. I, oh my God, yes. Girl, I was oh fucked God. up for, for a long time. And 
I can say for those two, I didn't personally know them, but don't get me wrong. I wasn't like, oh my God, my life is over, you know, but it did fuck me up on a human level where it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like certain deaths, I think hit you differently. And um, those two, I could definitely say, I thought about them shits for a long time. Like you literally took the words out of my mouth. I'm like, son, you're human. Like any human, you know, would feel a certain type of way about how, someone's trying to dispose of somebody get rid of somebody or you do something so cool as to kick them you know what i'm saying are you really kneeling down and that's why i said white people are not human y'all could debate y'all mom on that one year but that's my catchphrase on raw podcast because if you could sit there and kneel on somebody neck and you don't have no you don't have no you're not you can't be you can't be um i think if it was, I'm not mistaken, I believe it was Los Angeles, I've seen it on the Shade Room, um, police station were under investigation for passing around a Valentine's Day card with George Floyd on it saying, you take my breath away. I know you fucking with me. I know them people lying. I'm just like, seriously, like my blood started boiling. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers are cool. I know to the side note. Speaking of Nipsey Hussle, so I listened a little bit to Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack, and Nipsey okay. Hussle and Jay Z has a song, and on the song it says, "What it, the name of the song is what it feels like." On the song, Jay Z makes a reference to you let these people come and put their feet on your desk, but you got the nerve to get big in the chest with me. I'm like, bro, if that ain't a read, okay? Right, like y'all got the nerve, the audacity to be upset with us, but you let these people do it. You know what? Don't worry about it. No, you're right. You're right. It's fucked up. It is definitely fucked up. It is. But I mean, if you love a celebrity and you fucking are obsessed, I think it's weird. I'm not gonna change that. But if it works for you, it works for you. But I think you could do some other things in life. Be productive. Yeah, because I feel like certain celebrities is my baby daddy. Am I? Oh, (laughs) let me know, friend. Because I don't know. (laughs) Now I gotta reevaluate myself. Okay, who? Name him. Nas. He's my baby daddy. Like he don't understand. He don't don't do nothing for me. He he don't. It's the nothing for me for now. It's the nothing for me. It's the mentality. I'm a I'm big on like how somebody thinks and that can make them attractive to me. I mean, I don't really know too much about Nas, but I do know I know Etha verbatim. That is my shit. Okay, but that's it. Idris <laughs> Elba. I feel like at some point he was my baby daddy. He might not know that. I don't know. But Idris is sexy. He is definitely sexy. But the thing is for me. I don't have like, when people be like, yo, who's your male celebrity crush? I think some people are cute, but I don't have like a, oh my God person. And I don't know if that's normal. Like, I don't have like a, I don't have not one, not one, but don't laugh. But back in the days, oh God, cause he's corny now, but I was fucking obsessed with Bow Wow. I'm talking about like, I thought I would lose my whole life. Like if I met him. And now I'm like, girl, you were so weird. <laughs> no, Rosie, you really silent. I'm going to tell you why. I really hate how people be trying to shit on Bow Wow like y'all hoes did not like Bow Stop playing with B2K. Stop playing with Bow Wow. Stop playing with Lil Romeo. Y'all was hard yes. to fuck up. Y'all was hard to fuck up. Why is girl, I see Posters everywhere. I come to see my wall. Bow Wow, B2K, Lil Romeo, Mario. Girl, yes. it- Everywhere that was a fun ass time it though. Really <laughs> was, though and I need y'all to really 
stop playing with them like they not like i'm like baba you do a lot of questionable crazy stuff but you are a legend in my eyes so i'm just gonna yes. let you rock how you rock whatever son you been yep. out so whatever you say Love bow wow. people trying to get bow wow braids we was fucking obsessed they called them like, stop <laughs> you know you braids, so stop. see people need to stop playing son while they playing on the bottle like that bro i don't know why no, for real and they be clowning him now but you right like he definitely was hot shit like that's, that's a fact yo yo i was harlem shaking i left him talk <laughs> Stop fucking playing like you wasn't Harlem shaking and you know your ass ain't from Harlem. Like, don't, don't do that. Yo, Bow Wow is definitely rocking, but that was, but now, like, I don't really have, I think some niggas is cute. They fine, you know, but I don't have anybody where, like, I'm like, oh, that's my baby, somebody, you know, but, um, all right, so the last thing I want to talk about real quick is Nola. First of all, I want you to tell our listeners, because I, I have listeners from all over, but in case they haven't, about NOLA, um, just like, I guess, the highlight of what's your favorite part of being a New Orleans um, native? Oh, my! the best thing about being a New Orleans native is, like, my strength, Me for me personally. Like, the, the city really has brought me through a lot of trials and tribulations. <laughs> um, but I've always, you know, prevailed. I just like, I love our food. I love our, our culture. I love how different we are. I love how we don't sound like nobody else in the country. Like Y'all don't. I love it. <laughs> that's what I be trying to tell people. Like, I, you know, it be tripping me out when I be talking to people and then like, where you from? And it's like, son, stop lying on me, son. Like, they know where you from. They like, fucking lying. Stop me, son. Like, you already know what the fuck the vibes is. Like, stop, stop being stupid. <laughs> like, like, you know what's going on over here. But I just like, I like how warm and welcoming we are. You know, I, I love everything about us. Like, you could walk down the street right now and everybody who you pass gonna say how you doing. You know, have a good day, That's whatever nice. the case. Like, I just, I like our vibes. I like how we be chilling. I like how everybody love us, you know. I just yeah. want us to love ourselves like everybody else do. Yeah, it seems like that. that's what I've heard somebody else say that's from there. It's just like, you know, everybody else loves us, but then, like, here it's a little different, and y'all don't realize how, you know, how... It's not that y'all don't realize how dope New Orleans is, but it's just, like, so many people see it more than you guys do. But it's because you live there. It's probably like, oh, this is normal to us. And meanwhile, everyone's coming from everywhere else. Like, what? It's fucking lit out here. Like, it's y'all are so dope. The food. Now, I hear about the food all the time. So I'm actually heading to NOLA in a couple months. So I need to know. I got a couple places. But I need to know for you, like, what are three places you would, like, for sure recommend for food? All the hood spots. But I would not leave over there. <laughs> <laughs> all the hood spots fire um tasty food truck tasties they're good um i'm trying to think of where i go circle fools like it's literally all hood spots okay but, can i go there though that's fine <laughs> say something i know what you're saying but can i go there though i ain't gonna recommend it okay you know? But um, not like literally. It's a lot of a lot of people have like food truck patty daddy. They have food trucks stuff like that. I can give you to like all the addresses to um some good food. But yeah, it's like everywhere you turn, you want to see good food. You can literally walk around and you gonna smell it <laughs> like literally. Yeah, I'm. I, that's like the highlight of the trip. Everybody's like, girl, the food, the food. So I'm like, we gonna eat. Like I don't usually do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My stomach don't really 
eat that much, although the FUPA says otherwise, but I, I tell y'all, I don't, you know, but I'm going to try to get a little bit of something for my little time there. I want to make sure each day I got enough time to stop at little spots and get little stuff. So I'll definitely have to ask you for more spots um, after. Yeah, yeah. You can let well, me know. Tasties, everybody. Rock yes, rock. everyone says tasties. What about Morrow's? Mar no, it's a no. Um, everyone goes to uh, that. This is another thing when I was talking about, like the popularity. Mm. Pick up, you know what I'm saying? Not just the food. Like it's a it's a tourist spot, you know. Like, okay. Because everybody know who he is. People gravitate to that. But like, oh, okay, okay. Like, real authentic, like you know, foods and um, I don't know if you like Jamaican stuff like that. Um, all mm -hmm. that stuff is good. Like everything be good, really. I haven't been to Marlton like forever though, probably since it opened. So I really can't even tell you, you know, the, if the kicks are, kinks are, you know, good. It's just, like they got everything together with the food and everything. But I go to, I be food truck shawty or the hood spots. <laughs> the food trucks be good too, as long as you was the right ones. I, I definitely would be down for food, uh, food trucks. Um, okay, speaking of, do you, speaking of New Orleans and, you know, me getting ready to travel there, do you travel much? <clears throat> I travel often. I'm really sitting here, like I just said the other day, I'm like, dang, like traveling makes me happy and I'm really mm -hmm. sad. Like, I can't oh, I know. Travel, like I can't really do too much. Um, yeah, because of everything going on. Yeah, I know. So, okay, I want to ask a travel question um, mm -hmm. since that's been my thing. So one, I want to start with, where have you gone that you were like blown away by? um it could so be a far, state it could be a country okay i haven't left the country yet that's why mm -hmm. i was upset because covid really ruined my plans like i was i've done with the states that i want to go yeah it goes to the countries but the one place that i do like a lot i love miami me like, too girl I love miami i could go there yeah, and, like, my overhype, and my overhype ass will be right the fuck there okay because let me tell you something miami is like it gives me kind of like a New Orleans feel because of how, you know, active people are and people are just lively and there's always mm -hmm. something going on. But it also has the beach and yes. stuff like that. So it's like a, kind of the best of both worlds for me. I, yeah, love, my I, I love the beach as well. And it's, it feels like, I mean, you're not out the country, but the palm trees will get me. Do y'all got a lot of palm trees in Louisiana? No, we have no palm trees. No palm trees? I didn't think so, but I felt like I saw something where there was palm trees, unless they just planted it there. But um... big seagrass. That's what I said. I want a, I want a big house one of these days. So I have a lawn and I can like run the fuck around. <laughs> you definitely find that in Florida for sure. Okay, and then secondly, so uh, for the traveling that you have done, do you have a preference or have you tried both? Which is an Airbnb or a hotel? Ooh, it de it depends on like who I'm traveling with. So I don't mind hotels, but I'm gonna like I gotta have a balcony. Like if I do a hotel, oh, balcony, yeah. I gotta have a balcony. If I do Airbnb, it has to have like a porch. Um, if I'm doing something kind of a kickback type of vibe, I'll probably get an Airbnb. Like if we, you know, just plan on going somewhere, we chilling and just drinking, playing drinking games inside. Definitely the Airbnb hotel if it's just like intimate or resort type of situation. Okay, I like those two. But Fair enough, that makes sense. Though. What about you? Um, <clears throat> I've done an Airbnb twice. Uh, one time in California and it was nice. Um, and one time in Vegas and it was also nice. Um, mm -hmm. and it was pretty affordable. Like we stayed like 
six, seven minutes from the Vegas Strip, and it was only $58 a night for yes. the Airbnb. And it was a two, it had two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Um, I ain't gonna lie though, outside look kind of suspect me. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends pulled up like, uh, it didn't look too suspect, but it looked a little suspect. But once you went inside, it was actually nice. But it was like, I, but it was, it was really cool. But other than that, I haven't. Would I stay at another Airbnb? Um, I, I think I would. I just like hotels more. I feel a little safer. Like Airbnb is dead ass somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like It's the facts though. That's why I'd be so quick to be like, I'm gonna just get a hotel. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, there's people at the front desk, like, there's people around. It just feels safer. But I guess the more you go out the country, maybe that'll change. Because uh, I've been out the country, and I'm still like, hotel, please. Like, I don't want to stay in no damn Airbnb. I know it looks nice, the jungle. But, bitch, we in the jungle. Like, this is somebody's okay. house in the jungle. Babe, so. I, my PTSD ain't, ain't set up for shit like that. <laughs> that's why i'll be like yeah i feel you on the being safe shit like i'd rather be in a hotel yeah and i know people have their preferences but for me i'm like i don't know i just i like hotels and things can happen in hotels too don't get me wrong but i think it's just like airbnb is like i said it's literally a house like right apartment a house um, what the hell are people doing in their damn house on this first time that be, that's the thing see my mind i'm an overthinker <laughs> and, and, and i just need to sometimes i really be in here having conversations with myself like bro your mind chill out because you're getting on my nerves now girl you know that. I'm stressing yourself the fuck out. It's like, <laughs> all right, I really be getting my. That's why I said, son, you ain't a gangster unless you cursing yourself out. If you don't curse yourself out, <laughs> you ain't trying to be better. You're not trying to be better. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Fresh, thank you so much for joining me. I'm glad we finally got to get on here, talk that shit, talk yeah. some good shit at that, because okay. you know, we definitely had a good talk. But um, if you could tell the listeners one more time the platform they can find you on right now, all of them, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's Give It To Them Raw Podcast on YouTube. Um, My Instagram is that underscore raw podcast, so you can follow me on there and the link's in the bio there. Um, yeah, and I'm like, you definitely gonna have to get on the podcast. Um, we definitely have to do this again. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I'm ending this season, but I really want to do something totally, totally different for the next season. Like, I need to just revamp. Revamp. Yeah, a lot of people been revamping. So, hey, I'm well, here for the revamp. You see, am I doing yeah. that fucking lot? Now, this is a positive revamp. I don't know what the hell y'all out here doing. <laughs> Okay, she's going to do a positive revamp. But thank you so much for uh, joining me tonight. And listeners, that is it for this episode. I know y'all enjoyed it because I the fuck did. So I'll be back (laughs) next Wednesday, 3 o'clock sharp. Um, All right, thank you.